This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It has been 31 years since the Redskins, before they were the commanders, this Washington football organization was one of the two teams preparing to play in a Super Bowl as we got ready for Super Bowl weekend. But 31 years ago in Minneapolis, ahead of Super Bowl 26, Joe Gibbs, Mark Rippon, and Washington were getting ready to go beat the Buffalo Bills. And while it ended up being a three-point game, it really wasn't particularly close. One of the linemen plowing the way in the running game and protecting Mark Rippon that day was Mark Schlereth, who joins us now on the BetQL guest hotline. And this conversation with Mark is made possible by a new app called Stunt, the world's first major social media platform built specifically for sports. You want a sports-only platform? You don't have to hear and see and deal with all the other things going on. This could be it. Early users are going to help shape the future of the platform. And I mean, imagine if you were one of the first people on Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram, how big of a following could you have built? The new platform making this conversation possible is called Stunt. Mark, what do you remember most about that experience and that game when you won the first of your three titles as a player 31 years ago? You know, just the confidence you had going into the game um, based upon the the two weeks of preparation um, was big. And then, you know, just what a good team we were. Like, you just understood that what – like having an identity, knowing exactly what you are, knowing exactly what you're going to do. You know, and it's really interesting because, you know, we always always tend to look at quarterbacks and the most gifted quarterback and all that stuff, but – you know, I come playoff football. I want teams that know how to run the ball, teams that control the line of scrimmage, teams that are that are well built. And that Redskin team at that time is the only team I think in the NFL history um, to win a Super Bowl that had a top five offense, a top five defense, and a top five special team. So we were just really freaking good, you know. And you're talking about Hall of Fame quarterback and Jim Kelly versus Mark Rippon, and um, and you know we opened a can that day, and obviously. The score became closer at the end as we gave up a couple of courtesy touchdowns, but that game wasn't close. 
No, 17 nothing at halftime, 31 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. And a lot of people to your point as you're on here in DC still say that that 91 Redskins team mark was arguably or maybe the greatest team ever. It was number 1 in scoring offense, number 2 in scoring defense. You mentioned uh, the exploits on special teams as well, and it was Gibbs's third ring with three different quarterbacks. Just amazing. Uh, in looking up the game today though, some research, I saw that it was the first time they ever went to like a cold weather uh, city and the low that day in Minneapolis was nine degrees was also the first time I think they weren't doing the the big halftime shows yet there was like counter programming on Fox the game was on CBS and they had a big special within living color at halftime do you remember any any of those kind of outside the, the game kind of things from that day uh no not really you know you're so focused I mean we went up in the middle of nowhere Joe took us Saturday night we had chapel and um and then we uh, jumped on buses and we went up to the middle of like a two hour drive up to the middle of nowhere. Um, and, and the thing I remember about that night more than anything else is we got together with a, as a team meeting and, you know, I never heard Joe utter a cuss word. Joe is one of the most regal people I have ever been. I had the pleasure of being around and, and absolutely love Joe and Pat and their family. Um, but he was, he stood in front of the team and he was absolutely livid because the D-line coach of the Buffalo Bills had this tongue-in-cheek article and, and basically disparaged the Hogs. He went down our starting lineup from Joe Jacoby to myself to Bostic to Raleigh McKenzie to Jimmy Lachey and made, you know, jokingly, but made disparaging remarks about the Hogs. And I, I literally, in all the time I played for Joe, I don't know that I've ever seen him more angry, like genuinely upset. And he read like the article or excerpts from the article. And he was like, the hogs are what is established. This organization is one of the great organizations in football. Like that's the backbone of our football team. And it was like, it was the most disrespectful thing in his mind. And it wasn't fabricated. It wasn't fabricated to create animosity. It was like real. You could see just the upset that Joe had. And I'll just never forget that. And then, and then, you know, taking that bus back down into Minneapolis from the mountains where we were and uh, just going over the game plan one last time before, you know, before kickoff and just knowing how ready we were. And, and as a matter of fact, like that week, and, and I talked to Joe about this, uh, we did a big zoom call for the 30th reunion and that week. We were, um, we were practicing and it was the first time in the history of, of my Redskin career um, that we took our pads off on Friday. Like we were always in full pads on Fridays and Thursday we're just, I mean, we're murdering each other in practice. We are going to town and Joe had a call practice a little early and um, he, he looked at cause John Madden was at our practice watching practice and he was calling the game and, uh, and, Joe basically said, Joe basically said, man, I got I to gotta stop. These guys are going to kill each other. And John Madden walked away and goes, the Buffalo Bills don't have a chance. It's like they don't have a chance in this game because he had been, you know, watching their practices as well. And, um, and of course, you know, it is what it is. Like you said, 17-0 at halftime, 31-10 going into the fourth quarter. So it was, uh, it was something.
Mark Schlereth, joining us from Phoenix, reminiscing about what was the final of the three Super Bowls so far. These Redskins now commanders have won 31 years ago on Grant and Danny here on 106.7 The Fan. As a George Hallis Award winner back in 98 when you played for overcoming adversity, I want to get thoughts on what we've seen from Patrick Mahomes in these playoffs, hobbling around. Now Jalen Hurts playing through a shoulder. More of these guys than we know are probably battling something right now, but those have been pretty big storylines, and those guys have been able to play at a high level despite those injuries. And, and honestly, that's what you're expected to do. I mean, that's that's the legacy that got passed, has been passed down from generation to generation. It may not be as strong in today's game as it was when I was coming up, but um, that's a badge of honor. And, you know, it's um, it, it's you putting yourself in harm's way for the good of your football team. And those guys, I have nothing but the utmost respect for them. And you're right, 100% of the guys that are playing right now, you know, are playing hurt, do have injuries, do have issues. So um, that's that's the name of the game. And that's why, you know, that's why you know, everybody looks at the athleticism, you know, and you've got to be touched by the hand of God to play. And I get all that. You've got to have a great, you've got to be a great athlete. You've got to have, you know, you've got to have, you know, you've got to have won the genetic gene pool. Um, but you damn well better be tough. And you damn well better be able to play hurt and play injured. Um because that's what's required. And so I have, I have a lot of respect for the game. And that's, you know, forget about just the athleticism standpoint. Um, most people couldn't play this game because they're just not tough enough. Um, and they can't put up with that. And, and that's what, you know, that's why there's only 1,500 people in the world that can play it. And, um, and that's what I respect the hell. I, that's why I just have so much respect for the game. Mark, as a really good lineman at one point, you look at this matchup and you see these D-lines. Philly, with a handful of sacks, could have the most sacks in league history in a full season. And on the other side, while the Chiefs might not be as complete, Frank Clark off the edge and Chris Jones, who got a player of the year vote, as a first-place uh, vote. What would you be thinking if you were part of that really good Eagles line or, or maybe more importantly the Chiefs line about the matchup ahead? Yeah, how do you mean for me, it's always about how can I how can I take the passive out of pass protection? How can I get enough run, enough play action, enough you know, enough quick game to where I can sell you on run, sell you on things, make you play, you know, make you play the entirety of the game, make you play defense. Like that's how I always think about it. So what can you do as a coaching staff, as a play caller um, to take me from, we're going to throw it 35 times, but how can you take those 35 reps and make it only 10 to 12 times where I really honestly have to protect like that's that's the key. That's the game within the game. And if you can do that, <clears throat> then you can be really successful up front. Mark Schlereth from Radio Row in Phoenix. How do you see the game going? Uh, I just like the I like the more complete team. To me, the more complete team is Philadelphia Eagles up and down the line of scrimmage. So that's that's the direction I would go. I'd, I'd take the Eagles, and and I got the Eagles. You know, by probably ten. Wow, a convincing win. Mark, we appreciate you. Thank you. You got it. Be good. Mark Schlereth on Grant and Danny. Thanks to Stunt. That Stunt app is available in app stores or at thestunt.com. I kind of like the idea, I will say, having not used it, of an app that is just about sports and a platform, so to speak, a social media platform that is sports only. I can't tell you how many times I'm on Twitter or something else just trying to interact with people about sports, learn or talk about sports, read sports stories, and the other things going on in the world end up Finding their way into my feed. Yeah. That's a cool idea. That's a great idea. All about it. 
I also love hearing about the 1991 Redskins. I can't get enough. It's a drug. Please and thank you. More of it. Just the idea. Mm -hmm. I know that it's been 31 years, but follow me down this rabbit hole for a second. We were the Chiefs. Yep. This city, this organization, they were Kansas City. Oh, it's Washington again. Uh, weren't we tired? Tired of uh, the Redskins being in the Super Bowl? It was That was us, man. Thank you to Mark Schlereth. All right, it is time for our Confidence Points Picks. This is a big moment on the show. It's the final installment of Confidence Points Picks. So congratulations to Ryan and to Danny. You're in the clear. You go into Super Bowl Sunday with nothing to worry about. Now, I believe that the title this year is on the line, although I don't. I can tell you as the defending champion of confidence points picks, that doesn't get you very far. You don't get anything. Because I won the year before and I got nothing. I'm still waiting for my anything. You know, my pat on the back, my celebratory good luck. My All it gets you is possibly losing the bet the next year. Pretty much. In fact, yeah. If yours, I don't even think we did confidence points picks the year before, but maybe some kind of thing. No, we did because we were doing them remotely at home. I remember doing very it possible. in 2020, yeah. So if you win, you, it's like the Madden cover. You might be in trouble the following season. But here's where we're at. Darius, myself, one of us is going to be the big loser. One of us and the loser this year, for me, Ryan, and Darius, who agreed to the bet on behalf of the show, the loser has to take the SAT test. If Danny had lost, he was going to cater us a lunch. He doesn't have to worry about that anymore. So how many points? Let's look at the standings, Darius. How many points separate you and I going into Super Sunday? So you have 122 points. I have 130. So it's a lone eight points. Sounds like a big difference, us. but it's not. 15 points on the line. You pick five different items. Can be a prop. Can be a game pick. Five-pointer, four-pointer, three-pointer, two-pointer, and one-pointer. So strategically, I think my only play here mathematically is to go opposite Darius in his five- and four-point plays and then pick whatever he has on his one-, two-, and three-point plays. The Danny Mixon corollary. And what that means is, quite literally, whatever Darius picks for his five- and four-pointer, I think, is going to decide this year's confidence That is pick. 100% correct. Now, I could just do my own 15 points worth of picks, and I thought about that. The problem with that is, even if I get 15 points, if Darius has a good week, I lose. So this is the only way to guarantee yep. myself a chance at winning. I had that same thought process last year, and I executed it, and uh, Joe Mixon went uh, over the total. So we'll go in the order of the standings again. Ryan and Darius, uh, excuse me, Ryan and Danny are competing for first place, which is good for nothing. Matters not at all. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell rushes the ball more than four and a half times in this game. He's going to get plenty of touches. You've been on the Gainwell train. Gainwell train while. well. Very nice. Ryan, five-point play. My five-point play, I have the Philadelphia Eagles minus one and a half. I think they are the better team. I think it's going to be a great close game, but I see the Eagles edging out the Chiefs. All right, Darius, I'm eight points behind you, so you're picking for both of us here. What's your five-point play? All right, here we go. My five-point play, it's going to be another year of banking on a running back. Going to go Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards. It's at minus 110. Kenneth Gainwell's had a big postseason. I don't see why they stop here in the biggest game of the year. Let's hope for no Kenneth Gainwell. You're not feeling good about Kenneth that Gainwell. Five point play. Kenneth Gainwell under. What is it? 19 and a half yards? Yep. 19 and a half. And rushing you, yards. You know what's good about this? I actually like my side better than yours. 
In other words, like, I have to do whatever you don't do. Correct. But if you said Gainwell 19 and a half, what do you think? My game script in this game, I think Kansas City wins narrowly, but I think Philly may be chasing, doesn't run as much. He's third on the depth chart. So let's let's do this thing. Let's figure this out together. All right. 19 and a half yards. I have ridden this one into the ground and one more time just for the sweet song. Jarek McKinnon under 20 and a half rushing yards. My four-point play, I have Miles Sanders anytime touchdown score. I think Miles Sanders is going to have a big game this weekend. And plus, I just see him scoring a game-winning touchdown. How about that? Fourth quarter, Miles Sanders. Oh, you're getting a bonus prediction from Ryan there. Darius, you're picking for both of us, pal. (laughs) Four-point play. I'm a nervous wreck with this. (laughs) I I think I'm going to go. Oh, man. I I have like three different picks I'm trying to figure out. Let's go with... I'm tangentially interested. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with A.J. Brown over 72 and a half receiving yards. A.J. Brown, wide receiver, Philadelphia Eagles, over 72 and a half rushing yards. Or excuse me, receiving yards. Interesting, because I'm going the opposite with my... Wow, are you play. now? You guys are what? up against each other. A.J. Brown under 72 and a half receiving yards. That one I don't feel as good about, I will say. I could see old A.J. Brown making a play or two, but... Uh, we, know, we know he's a little bit of a diva. This is the biggest game of the year, last game of the year. He's going to want the ball. You know what? So this, this whole year comes down to Kenneth Gainwell and A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl. Just as we always thought. If I have the same three picks, and we don't know yet. We don't know what our next Who three picks Who could say? Are. Who could say? No one could be sure. Uh, it's boring, but the under. Under 50 and a half for the game total. Oh, I can see it. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a stat somewhere where the Super Bowl's gone under, I think, like six out of the last nine times. Like everybody's been doing overall playoffs, and it yeah. hasn't hit at all. It's just been a bunch of unders. Well, my three-point play, I have Patrick Mahomes going over 294.5 passing yards. I think when you are unsure of which direction to go, you take the over with Patrick Mahomes in passing yards. Can I make a suggestion, by the way? Mm-hmm. You and Danny should put something on the line. Make it a little more interesting. This Ooh, I like Isn't it. there one point separating you there two? There is one point there separating you. You guys should put something on the line. Now, getting Danny to agree to it might be difficult. Hey-o. Zinger's in. But uh, <laughs> you should do that. Uh, we'll come back to we'll that in a back. second. Yeah. Let's finish the three-point round. Darius, what do you got? I'm going to ride the Kenneth Gainwell train again, and I'm going to go over 12 and a half receiving yards for Kenneth Gainwell. It comes in at minus 106, so it's another legal play there. Kenneth Gainwell over 12 and a half receiving yards. Kenneth Gainwell over. Mm. Now, Danny, help me out. You're yep. a math guy. Uh-huh. If I hate that play that he just had. Okay. But I'm supposed to go with him the rest of the way. What kind of situation do I put myself in if I go opposite him again? Like, in other it's, words. It's immaterial. Does that make sense? This This all comes down to your five and four being different than him. You right. have to win the five and the four. If you win a three... That's cool for you. It's about the five and the four. You follow me? All right. I'll just stick to my script here. I love Kenneth Gainwell as a receiver this week. <laughs> Never been higher on anyone. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell's might go for a bill, right, Terrace? We think he's going to have a field day out of the backfield. I'm loving him. All right. Three-point play. Gainwell over and receive. By the way, this is the Kenneth Gainwell segment. Now, but this is the trick, though. The last two years, the chaser has been able to do this. Uh-huh. If ever someone is not... You know, in other words, if I had to pick before Darius, I couldn't pull this off. Right. 
Catbird's on you, my friend. That's uh-huh. a tough seat. Were you the one last year that had to be the decider and Danny tailed you? Yeah. Yeah. Same Correct. thing. And yeah. you lost. Same situation. No, no, he I won. won. Remember, oh, I was the answer. Answer. So yeah. it's the other way around. So yeah. w- so you're one for one doing this. So, so we were separated by two points, and it was all about his three-point Joe Mixon It was rushing Joe Mixon yards. rushing yards total. He went over rushing yards, and I remember Mixon's first carry of the game was 16 yards, and we all were like, it's over. Let's go. And then he left again with an injury briefly. He's getting a 53 and a half. And he came back in, ripped it off. Uh, two-point play, Kenneth Gainwell, over 19 and a half rushing well, yards. What the hell is going on? Kenneth Gainwell is the most nondescript his parents don't even know he plays for the Eagles. Why is this whole segment this about whole Kenneth Gainwell? Se- this is the Gainwell preview. This is our last segment before the Super Bowl. Kenneth Gainwell, Grant. Patrick Mahomes' name hasn't come up. No one said Jalen Hurts out loud. Who's Mahomes? Kenneth Gainwell over and over and over. Ryan's and, got a Mahomes prop. This is outrageous. Kenneth Gainwell. Well, not only do I have a Mahomes prop, but my two-point play, I have a Jalen Hurts prop. I got Jalen Hurts going under 31 and a half pass attempts for the game. I think they get in the lead. And therefore, they're going to run the ball a little more than they throw the ball. Simple math. What idea do you have for Danny? What bet would you like to lay? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, a, a little lunch bet, but a, a silly lunch bet. Like, I, I want one? a steak. Yeah. If Whoa. I win, you give me a steak. If I, I lose, then I give you a steak. It might be a little bit rich for us here. Steak at lunch? I mean, a steak at any time of the day seems perfectly fine. I could introduce you to the joys of pickleball. Oh, already did that. You already did that. Uh, I could book us a, a regular a standing appointment on Fridays before the show to better ourselves. Oh, I'm already doing that. Uh huh. Financial but, advice? Oh, I've already done that. Let's see what else. What else? Let's but, do. Let's do a nice lunch in the in the neighborhood. Steak right. and cheese, something like that. Yeah, maybe a little bit less T-bone, a little bit more sandwich. Okay, steak and cheese. <laughs> steak, and, <laughs> steak and cheese. We can do. We can All do right. it. There you go. Uh, two point play, Darius. I'm gonna go with Kansas City plus one and a half. Kansas City plus one out. So despite thinking Gainwell and and Brown are going crazy, I think Kansas City wins again. That all all of your picks make a lot of sense together. <laughs> oh yeah, when so you much combine sense. them. Uh, I actually it. love the play. For the record, I'm on the Chiefs. I think they win the game. I think people have forgotten that there's another side other than the Eagles being awesome. Mm-hmm. They've dominated in the playoffs against a pretender that was the Giants and a 49ers team that had me and Danny at quarterback. So with that in mind. I like it. I'm rolling with you, Darius, on this pick. You don't say. Chiefs plus you one You guys and are a lockstep with these last <laughs> this couple. This is so crazy. Uh, one point play. Philadelphia covers by one and a half. They win by nine points. They are the better team. This is their coronation. Now they're definitely. Kansas City's definitely winning now, right? I just guaranteed it for you, boys. <laughs> you it feels like it. I just got it for you. My one point play. I'm going back to the Honeywell. Marquez Valdez-Scantling over 36 and a half receiving yards. He did it last week. Therefore, if the math maths, he's going to do it this week as well. Right, so good. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, over sixteen and a half rushing yards, or excuse me, receiving yards uh, for my one point play. Ooh. Isaiah Pacheco over sixteen and a half receiving yards. Yeah, not a fan of that one, but I. Yep, I'm going to take it. I think I will. What? Take it. Yeah, You're taking I it? I'm going to take that one. Just got a whim. Just the wind is blowing a certain way in the studio. So interestingly enough, Darius, you and I, very comparable here. Three, two, and one-point plays are identical. So the entire season comes down to Kenneth Gainwell rushing for 20 yards or not and A.J. Brown getting to 73 receiving yards. This Gainwell thing is so great. The, the winner of confidence points picks between Ryan and Darius will get the other one lunch. The winner between you and I, Darius, is just safe. The loser has to take the by God SAT test. You and a bunch of 18-year-olds 
at a high school and you got to give it the real college try. You got to sit there for those hours reading comprehension. You know, what what was the metaphor? What was the analogy in this paragraph? What did it mean? One of us is taking the SAT test. I am terrified because, first of all, I am absolutely dreadful at math. I, I mean, the math portion of this, uh, I, it, it <laughs> I will be a zero. Actually, it's super easy. I think, you're, I think you're sleeping. It's it's multiple choice. Well, I'm so aware you, of that. but You have the answer to work back from. So you just plug a bunch of stuff into your calculator until you, you get what you oh, need. Oh, you just plug in stuff. First off, you don't get a calculator. That that's also the thing. You you I'm don't, sure get, you don't like, get a calculator for the SAT. You don't test. get a graphing calculator, which is what you need. You get the simple math calculator, whatever that one's called. You give me that little blue, red, red and white that button. Blue, the solar there. power yeah, joint. Right, exactly. <laughs> you give me that little thing that comes in the little handle tray with twenty two oh, of them. I, I think you're up. sleeping on how hard math was back in the day. I think you're forgetting. This isn't trig. This I, isn't geometry. I think it's exactly that. Exactly for, is that. Isn't it exactly that? This is not Sakatoya, whatever that was. First of all, you disrespect Sokatoya in your own time. This is solve for X. Algebra, man. My dear Aunt Sally. Something else. She did something else, too. Yeah. My dear Aunt Sally never made pizza, never sold pizza. Maybe it will be more difficult than I anticipated. Multiplication, division, yeah. addition, subtraction. Parentheses are in there. Parentheses. Mavem mm-hmm. That's the planet's one. I don't yeah. even know anymore. Neptune. There's Neptune. a Neptune in there Neptune's somewhere. Neptune's right in there. I'm going to crush this. What if I get into UVA for my math? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you do better now than you did in high school? Like a 1590. That's a silly it. score. Darius, from the bottom of my heart, I want to wish you good luck. Absolutely, Grant. Good luck to you as well. I don't want you to have to take the SAT test. I, I think it's ridiculous that you would have to. I don't want I don't want you to leave the president's at home while you have to take On a Saturday. SAT On a Saturday. That's ridiculous. I don't want to take the SAT test either. Right. And neither but do I. But I certainly don't think you should have to take the SAT test. And in no way do you deserve to either. Kenneth Gainwell. Don't show up on Sunday. I mean, literally, don't go to the game. <laughs> Something terrible could happen. You could get hurt. All right, fellas, enjoy your Super Sundays. Danny, you said you got something brewing? Yeah, we're going to have a few people over to the residence. I think we're going to get a big party sub. You're going to have a big, uh, you're going to have a bunch of French fries laying around. You're going to have some gumbo over there, we'll are the, you? We do the fry bowl. We've always had gumbo. It's a tradition. Big gumbo guy. It's a tradition. Yeah, the only here. thing you like more than gumbo is dogs. The big only, gumbo guy. The only thing I like more than gumbo is pandering. <laughs> <laughs> Overtime is next on the fan for Darius, Ryan, and Danny. I'm Grant saying so long. Monday should be fun. We'll break the game down. From all angles here on GD. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.